Hi everyone, I'm Erin G, and this is Alt Text. I hope you all enjoyed your long weekends, and as much as I'd like to say that I'm back and refreshed after a long weekend and a few days at a cottage, uh, I absolutely am not, um, so I guess this is just life now. Today, I'm joined by Kate Wilson, the managing editor of the Vancouver Tech Journal, and Vivian Chan, a Vancouver-based entrepreneur, technology executive, and also a board member with the Frontier Collective, a Vancouver-focused tech advocacy group. We recorded live from the floor of the Collision Conference in Toronto during the last week of June. The three of us discussed Vancouver's tech ecosystem, how it fares with the rest of Canada, and how Canadian tech companies need to get better at telling their stories. And just a little update on Collision itself. Again, another fabulous conference. If you haven't been, I highly recommend you go. You can meet so many different people and really the value in attendance is in the networking. So maybe I'll see you there in 2024. And now here's my conversation with Kate and Vivian. All right, so I'm here at Collision Conference in Toronto with the managing editor of the Vancouver Tech Journal, Kate Wilson, and Vivian Chen, who is a board member from the Frontier Collective, another Vancouver organization. And so, welcome, ladies. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us. And so, Vivian, tell everyone about Frontier Collective. Yeah, Frontier Collective is really a movement. Um, there are so many people that have been building the foundations of great research technology um, that are coming together. Um, this coalition is talking about new and innovative ways for us to take traditional sectors, um, bring new tools and a plethora of technologies, integrate them together and like build innovation. And so we're starting to build some really exciting uh, work and projects together um, that bring government, uh, educational institutions and startups together. Um, yeah, there's a so lot going on. So you're kind of like this hub for like all of the creative, innovative community. It is, and it's not just technologists, we're bringing creatives as well, because one thing that we've learned is that responsible technology and thoughtful technology also have to have diversity in thinking. And so we're bringing artists, we're bringing musicians, we're bringing um, people that don't think in a, a so typical way, and we're converging all of that. It, it really is actually, cheesy as it sounds, a collision of thinking mm -hmm. um, that's, that we're orchestrating, and it's so much fun. That's great. Yeah. And so you mentioned that you had a couple other startups before yeah. this, so can you tell us a bit about them? Yeah, so I've just been, you know, very lucky. I've been in technology for 23 years, and so you get to ride the wave of everything that's happened. The first startup that I was part of was called Crystal Decisions. We were the early days of business intelligence, which was analytics, which is basically the foundation for AI. So my entire career has been, in, in essence, building the, the baseline for AI, and every little step um, has led us to AI. So I've been involved in AI for 23 years. I've also scaled cloud technologies, um, mm. you know, SaaS, PaaS, all of that. You know, standard model now, yeah. uh, standard. 
And then I, I uh, founded a company called iExpo, um, took a kick at the can and became a founder and, and started an AR VR company. Um, so yeah, here we are today. AR VR, as Mayor Ken Sim said earlier at his Q&A, the largest concentration of XR uh, companies and intelligence in Vancouver, in the world. Actually, fact check, it is the second largest. But oh. I'm, yeah. <laughs> Wow, the you journalist know, when, when, you're live, when you're live, you, uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's very close. Well, yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> uh, so, Kate, what's going on with the Vancouver Tech Journal these days? Oh, I mean, so the last time I was on this podcast was probably a year ago today. Um, since then, we have grown a whole bunch. We're at 24,000 subscribers plus. Uh, we've launched our membership program where people can pay only eight twenty-five a month, incidentally. That's not very much money, and you mm -hmm. can expense it with your boss, uh, to be a, a member of Vancouver Tech Journal. So that's going to give you access to a whole load of exclusive events as well as exclusive content. Uh, and a network of people who are really invested in the Vancouver ecosystem. So that's great if you're a founder or you work for a startup and you just want to have access of that really invested upper echelon of people in the Vancouver tech community. And Vancouver Tech Journal is part of like an ecosystem of similar publications. It is. I mean, I, I asked this question knowing perfectly well what the answer is. And you guys are the publication. I mean, you're bringing everyone together from those that, of us that have had multiple exits to those that are starting. And that's the, again, that is the collision that is so meaningful mm -hmm. because there's a number of us that have done it multiple times. And there are those of um, folks that are starting on their journey as an entrepreneur. And, and to be able to bring those two groups together um, has so much meaning. And you guys do that. You're the only ones that really do that well. Thank you. Um, and the, truly, that's the goal, too. Like, we want to make it as big tent as it can possibly be. Because there's so much value in having people like Vivian, who's been in the ecosystem for so long, to be able to give that wisdom to. I met someone last night who's doing a startup. And I was like, how old are you? And he's 19. And he's doing this incredible <laughs> NFT music blockchain company. He's got deals with Universal for his label. I'm like, you're 19. I need to talk to him. Yeah, well, you, you totally <laughs> should. I'll give you the details after. Okay. Um, so really, that's what Vancouver Tech General wants to do, is just allow people to have all these different entry points. So we're running events uh, that allow people to come with no money. You can just show up. Uh, you don't need to subscribe. You don't need to pay. And you can just meet so many amazing people. And then we've got different tiers. So if you want to pay for a ticket to some of our panels, that's an opportunity too. Our membership events are obviously another tier. So whatever you want to get out of the Vancouver Tech Journal, we really want to offer an opportunity for everybody to join our community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that, you know, as you were saying, uh, and Vivian and Kate, like it really is community. It really is big tent. You know, having been to some of your morning coffees when I'm in town, uh, you really just see the diversity of uh, experience. Uh, and so like, do you have any, Kate, do you have any plans for like how you can maybe like even tap into other communities, like having like a women in tech event or like a queer tech event or like all these other kind of like underrepresented groups in tech that I am personally interested in. Oh, it's actually funny you should mention that. Uh, you don't even know this. Um, <laughs> we're actually in discussions for uh, an LGBT-focused event. Uh, a lot of that comes out in our panels too. We've, we've, I think we've done a women in tech event because it's, uh, it's not a mandate for Vancouver Tech Journal per se, but we have a very diverse team as an organization. I don't think there's a single person who is replicated more than twice mm -hmm. on the team. Like, so that's important to us personally and also as, as Vivian's talking about it's so important to have people with multiple different perspectives that come in to shape discourse to shape tech because 
tech is what's going to build the foundation of the future and future societies. So unless we have all people represented and all voices at the table, what are we doing? And Vancouver superpowers our diversity. All mm -hmm. the leaders that are part of the tech community were incredibly thoughtful. You know, um, I'm connected to indigenous, black, um, LGBTQ women in tech, and I, you know, I make it a personal mission to make sure that when there's information and opportunity and events, that we in bring everyone in. Um, so it's happening already. I, I feel so proud, and I'm one of many people that have that mindset. Um, but it takes a thoughtful approach to make sure that tech is inclusive, not so. Um, the old boys the club old boys or the young boys yeah, club. Yeah, or that you need to understand technology to even be able to be part of the conversation. You yes. know, it's like, hey, you don't have to code to just join the conversation. If you're interested about disruption, business model changes, you know, come listen. And mm -hmm. after a while, you'll understand the language. It's just a lingo that is such a barrier for so many. Yes. Um, and if you get the lingo after a while, you're in. It's mm -hmm. easy. I mean, that's the same with like any sort of like specialized sector, right? There's so much like jargon that it's just people forget that that is a barrier for you know marginalized communities to, for participation because there's like I haven't grown up speaking this way mm -hmm. uh, I speak you know a lot more casually or I write a lot more casually and like they can it can be really intimidating um, and I yeah I think you make some really great points and like you know diversity is so great in Vancouver and like Every time I come to Collision, specifically, I'm shocked at like the efforts that Web Summit as an organization makes to make Web, uh, Collision. Confusing those two names up, like is it's like very confusing in my head. Web Summit, the parent organization, Collision, the conference. Uh, they really do make an effort to bring in all of those communities. You know, they have the indigenous communities. They have indigenous panels. They've got women, a women in tech sector, like, uh, cafe. And so, like, you can really connect with the people who are like you here. And this is why I love Collision so much. And this is why Frontier Collective wants Collision in Vancouver. I mean, this is the buzziest tech event in the world because you're, again, colliding people of all ages. People are doing innovative, radical things. It's not it's not trying to be safe, it's trying to create a real intersectionality of things. And mm -hmm. it, it parallels what we're already doing in Vancouver. So, you know, we, we, want, it, we want it in Vancouver. So, that's a great segue. Um, I should pay you for that. <laughs> uh, I can get you a cookie, I don't know. <laughs> I want to be um, on Bad and Bitchy. <laughs> we can talk about that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, what is like Vancouver's ecosystem like? Because like, I talk to a lot of people. Like I went to Web Summit in Lisbon last year. I have brought in, spoken to you know, people all over the world about Vancouver and Canada's tech scene. And they're just like, where? Mm -hmm. Which is why like earlier in the spring, I hosted a Women in Web 3 Summit in Vancouver and brought in like an international speaker. And she was just like shocked. She's like, this is so cool. People here really love this technology and we're very passionate about it. And so. She's like, I can't believe that people don't know this. Yes. And so, like, how do we raise the profile of Vancouver's tech scene when they have, you know, the second highest concentration of XR uh, expertise, right? Lovely, you got that stat right. Um, <laughs> okay, so I have, I have many opinions about this. I think that Canadians as a whole are very bad at telling their stories. Um, yes. 
I think, especially in comparison to the US, there's much more of a cultural emphasis on being brash and being very upfront about what you're doing. And in the tech world as a whole, there's a, a culture around inflating yourself and what you're doing to try and get investment. Canadians are much more conservative. They're much more willing to be like, oh, this is a thing that I'm thinking of doing. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't do it, guys. Um, so I think that's, that's a huge part of it, too. And the second thing is that we're exceptionally bad at telling our stories internationally. Um, and I think a lot of that airtime where stories are told internationally is taken up by Toronto, because as we all know, Toronto is the center of the universe. Um, whereas in Vancouver, there's equally, if not more, innovation that's happening, incredible companies that are coming out of it. And a lot of that, that opportunity to tell the stories is either taken away or Vancouver companies don't have the bandwidth or the expertise uh, to do the mar kind of marketing to push that story out there. Um, so as part of what we're trying to do is to create a hub for Vancouver companies to be able to get their stories out. And then that's also a launch pad for other international media to see what's happening in the ecosystem because we're spotlighting the stuff, the really, really cool stuff that's happening right here in our backyard. So I want to say that Vancouver is known in Silicon Valley and all the investor circles. I mean, I was in mergers and acquisitions and, you know, we, we, we monitor Canada closely in Vancouver particularly. But, you know, we need to do a better job telling that story uh, west to east and mm -hmm. as Canada as a whole, like why are we not telling the Canada-wide story? This is the challenge I have. Hello, Canadians. We are best in the world. And why are we not telling that entire story? Why are we separating it from Toronto versus Alberta versus mm -hmm. BC? Like, I'm so tired. But this is what Vancouver looks like. We have the most incredible variety of technologies. It's, it's a really, again, about a portfolio approach. So I'll give you some examples. We've got the leading fuel cell research in the world. Um, we've got blockchain with Dapper Labs and you know, Axiom Zen. They're doing super innovative things and they were leading the pack. I mean, they, they put NFTs on the map yeah. in the world, right? And then we've also got the largest private and public biotech companies, Abcelera and Stem Cell. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're not telling the story about how the COVID vaccine was made possible by Abcelera. Mm -hmm. The research that they did, like we've saved the world, you know? Wait, hold on, what? Yeah, no, that's true. Every single true. vaccine that has been created has used technology that was created in Vancouver. The vaccine I, exists because of Vancouver Tech. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Like, that's, I mean, the great example of revolution, how we're not the like story. disruptive revolution started in Vancouver, and then there's another company in ag agritech called Semios. They're using non-fertilizer solutions. They're using sound waves to pollinate fields. Like the list goes on and on. I could give you 20 more companies that are going to change the world. Mm -hmm. And these are big companies too. They're not small companies. No. They're not startups. They're really well. Yeah, because I get all the I get all the funding details from the Vancouver Tech Journal. Exactly. <laughs> yes, you do, Erin. <laughs> Um, that's crazy. Yeah, I think to your point is that like we're so concerned about who has a bigger piece of the pie in Canada rather than working together and having the mentality of if we all don't row, the boat won't go. Exactly. Right? Yes. And like I and I think that because our population is only at now 40 million people, you know, we really do have to work together because you know California's population alone is 30 million and so like they don't have to f worry about fighting with like Austin or New York yeah. because the populations are just so high there's so many people and if I can be bold I'm gonna say we have a mindset problem in Canada like shame tall, shame, tall poppy syndrome. shame on you Canadians like mindset problem like 
it's not us against each other. Let's make the boat bigger together. The boat mm -hmm. is big and vast, and we're going to build the biggest boat possible for, for all of us to join the ARC. Yeah. You know, like, come on. It's like, it's, it's not us against each other. It's us against the world. And I hope mm -hmm. that we start shifting that mentality in podcasts like yours, Aaron, um, are a pathway forward to reminding us of that. Yeah. All right, so last question. What are your hopes for the Vancouver tech scene? That's a great question. Just to grow it, number one, uh, I think there's some fantastic companies that keep springing up every single day. We've got great companies that make exits. We've got other companies that are turning into anchor companies. And it's happening. This is the time. And there's a groundswell really towards understanding that tech is the future. Every company is a tech company. Every company should be a tech company because you're including tech to make yourself grow. So. Hopefully, we just continue to see that, that ground cell increase and we see tech at all different layers. Um, and I'd love to see the Vancouver tech scene, as, as we've mentioned, have the collaborative spirit that exists in Vancouver extend to other um, municipalities or regions across Vancouver. That's something we're trying to do with the Vancouver Tech Journal. As we mentioned, we've got Victoria Tech Journal, we've got Calgary Tech Journal. We're looking to expand that too. So making sure that we're going into these different markets, telling the stories in that market, and as a whole, telling the story of Canada. And I think for me, it's just a reminder, when we say Vancouver, we're actually talking about British Columbia. There is so mm -hmm. much incredible innovation across the province. So really, Vancouver is just a nomenclature, but really, it's, the region's incredible. The hope and wish that I have that I want to bring to the table in the next couple of years is to bring the world uh, to Vancouver. I mean, the world is already there, but I want to bring, you know, uh, Thailand, who is investing, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars in climate tech to Vancouver. I want to be in Singapore, right? That's got climate change challenges, you know, with the heat waves in their cities. Um, I want to bring Portugal, you know, to Vancouver. That tech scene is really jumping in. It's great. It's great too. And so we should merge the greatnesses together. And so for me, I think it's time for us to, we've got some big problems to solve in the next couple years. There's not enough time for us to be you know egotistical and, and claim winner on it. Mm -hmm. If we're serious about them, we're going to create a global hub with global entry and collaboration and collision. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, thank you both so much for joining me. I had a great time chatting. Oh, thanks so much. Thank Aaron. you. Well, that does it for this week. I'll be back next week. But in the meantime, you can find me on Twitter, Blue Sky, Threads and I guess whatever godforsaken app is next. See you then.